time for our Book Nook segment with Katie Kroshauer from the Quincy Public Library. Good morning. Good morning. How are you today? I'm fine. Are you bracing for snow? I am. I actually went and bought a whole bunch of ice melt yesterday. <laughs> You're prepared. Set Good. my shovel out where I can get to it, you know, wore my snow boots, so we're, we're ready to go. Yeah, I've just got to, well, fortunately I have, a, I still have an 18-year-old at home, so he can do much of the grunt work. Excellent. So. Well, let's talk <laughs> books, and uh, you've got a couple of really good ones, and uh, the uh, the John Meacham book I know is very popular on John Lewis. Yes, yes. I am so excited about this book. I am just, I, emotionally, I wasn't prepared to dig into it as deeply as I wanted to, um, but this, is, this book is called His Truth is Marching on John Lewis and the Power of Hope by John Meacham, who is a Pulitzer Prize winner. Um, just an amazing illustration illustration, portrait, whatever you want to call it, of the life that John Lewis led, um, starting with, you know, some of the very earliest things that he did as a teenager and then working his way through, you know, sit-ins in Nashville and the march on the Edmund Pettus Bridge and becoming a congressman and all of the work, you know, from then all the way up until his death so recently, um, through the Black Lives Matter works, just his stability, his faith, his hope, everything that really kept him grounded through all of the upheaval that came that he experienced in his life. Um, just an amazing story, such a gentleman. And Meacham actually worked directly with Lewis for decades, interviewing him, talking to him about all kinds of different experiences and situations that were going on, gleaned the information from for this book from a lot of those interviews and from personal calls, you know, truly was a friend to Lewis and wanted to give the best portrait of his life and his dedication to faith that could possibly be written. Well, John Lewis, certainly one of the most endearing figures of the enduring and endearing figures of the civil rights movement. I mean, uh, when you, uh, and, and Meacham is fantastic. He's written so many great biographies and, uh, you know, I've seen him a lot of times on, uh, you know, some of the, the uh, he's on, you know, Bill Maher and Morning Joe and a lot of those shows. He's a pretty, pretty much a regular feature on there, but he, the, the things he writes and, and the, and the depth and the detail. And again, he, you know, he, he goes into this, he goes into any project. He doesn't do anything halfway. And I'm no. sure, I'm sure he has volumes and volumes of notes and probably memory cards full of interviews with Lewis that he can pl that he plucked from for this. Absolutely. And the whole last 100 150 pages is indexing and appendixes and um you know just details and statistics comparisons of the voting public before and after the civil rights movement and the number of people you know broken down into you know how that how that impacted the nation. Um, there is also an amazing afterword written by Lewis before his death in 2020, um, which just kind of sums up the entire story. But I would, I would just strongly recommend this to anyone who would like to learn more, not only about Lewis, but about the impact and the, the, ways in which the civil rights movement has changed us. Of course, Lewis recognized there was still so much more to do, but as the grandson of a former slave, you know, he also could see how much progress had already been made. It, it, just so impactful. I, I really think that this is something that everyone could 
benefit from reading and recognizing. There are images, it talks about all of the times that he was arrested or the times that he was beaten or sent to prison or sent, you know, really they they tried so hard. The people that he was fighting against tried so hard to keep him down and to keep him out of the spotlight because he was so eloquent and his presence was such a bolster to the other people that were there um, moving towards the beloved community. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, his sacrifices, uh, the, the, again, when he, he, you see the progress, you know, people will look back and see the countries, you know, divide and all that today, mm-hmm. but in, which is, it is, but still the progress that has been made is substantial. We have a long way to go, but still there's, there's been a lot of progress and, and John Lewis was certainly, uh, should deserve uh, a lion's share of the credit, uh, for that. So, yes. uh, the other book, an elderly lady is up to no good. This is not an adult book, correct? <laughs> This is a fiction title. It is an adult book. Um, not an adult adult book. <laughs> not an adult though. adult okay, book. But I would clear. not put it in the hands of a teenager. Let's. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's not that way. Yeah. No. Um, it is It is a fiction book, but it was translated from the Swedish. And the author, Helene Tunst- Tunston. Sorry. I can't. I Thurston. never put. Thurston. There we go. Um, just. I wasn't sure when I was, you know, skimming through our online app, Libby, for ebooks and audiobooks. I was like, I just need something different. I don't want something really long. What can I, what can I zip through? And this one popped up as a recommendation. And I now kind of want to be her when I grow up. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Maud, as you said, irascible 88 year old woman, no family, no friends. And she is certainly comfortable with getting away with a little bit of murder now and then. Um, the short stories that are contained in this particular audiobook um, go through some incidents in Maud's life where she has decided that someone needs a little justice. And she, um, she herself is an extremely talented actress because as an 88-year-old woman, they're frequently seen as, you know, almost invisible. They're definitely not going to be a threat to anyone. And she plays up that role to the hilt, um, uses a walker that was left behind when one of the residents in her building um, died and left, um, picks up a cane at the doctor's office that was just sitting there kind of in the umbrella stand, uses these things as props in her, um, the, the story that she builds around herself as this very um, innocent little old lady. But she takes justice into her own hands when she sees things happening that she doesn't believe are right, especially when it comes to, you know, the antique dealer that lived, that works next door that is going to steal her antiques when she's just trying to legitimately sell them um, and, you know, frames up an intruder and burglar and that, you know, then she leaves to go on vacation and comes back and, oh no, there's a dead body in her apartment. And it's, it's just beautifully written and so well, so well narrated by the, by the narrator for the audiobook. Um, I was, it was one of those driveway moments where I had to sit and finish listening to the book mm-hmm. before I could get out of the car. Um, but funny, a little bit dark, a little bit um, twisted, but a really fun read. So when you say you want to be like her when you grow <laughs> up, you're not, you don't mean you want to kill anybody, no, no, though, no, right? No. Can we want no. to like make that clarification? That Absolutely. We're not, you're not yes. confessing to anything. And I hope that everyone understands anything. That. Just let's yeah. make sure just in case, you know, somebody from the sheriff's department or QPD's listening. <laughs> so um, I want to backtrack just a second to Lewis. You are actually having a discussion uh, regarding the Lewis book uh, tomorrow, correct? Yes. Yes. Weather permitting, the bookies book club will be discussing John Meacham's 
Jones book at 1.30 at the library. Um, this is one of our standing book clubs. They meet on the first Wednesday of every month. And so we will be having that discussion um, tomorrow afternoon. And anyone who is interested in either talking about the book, talking about Lewis, or just learning more about the book clubs is absolutely welcome to attend. Okay, so we have a lot of children's programs this week. Now, let's say that that Roy Webb actually does, you know, probably going to have to have 14 inches before he cancels school. But just say, make sure if school is canceled, what is the library's policy there? Will the library be open or depending on the weather, you're going to have to close two or judgment call? How's that work? It really will depend on the weather and what other organizations and and facilities in Quincy are either open or closed. Um, In general, um, we have said in the past, if school is closed we don't usually have a lot of our programming but the library will still be open as a warming center or for people to come in if they choose to brave the weather Um, but that is going to depend on what other facilities you know if the city closes if the town center closes if you know the croc center ymca sheridan if some of those locations close then it is more likely that we will also be closed if we get another 22 inches that's understandable obviously but then you know like you know certain uh, weather weather guys some weather guys in town have said like you know around 10 others around 15 Uh, i'm sure at some point they'll be breathlessly explaining you know the humanity of it all uh, at some point uh, on television over the next couple of days so yes we don't really do weather here we just run a little app but just like mm-hmm. i don't get we don't get in that business so. and that's perfectly fine because yes. it's it's not a perfect science <laughs> they can predict a lot but it's not perfect um and we thank them for that effort definitely but yes just keep an eye out on the library's website on our social media feeds on any of the local news and and weather stations to be aware of any changes in the library's schedule for that one of the things you also have, though, that you offer for your, your teens um, on Teen Thursday, you have Switch and We stations. Yes, we do. This is um, used to be We Wednesdays. Now we're on Teen Thursdays. Um, so just a little bit of a shift in those schedules from the last several years. But on t- on Thursdays at 2.30, and the, this goes until 4.30 in the afternoon, we have um the switch games we have stations that kids can play Wii games we have tabletop and board games that they can play frequently have craft supplies out and this is just an invitation to any teens uh, you know and we really we really stretch that as far as we can as far as inviting anybody 13 through you know graduation from high school to come and participate in this it is just a free open space for them to play to entertain themselves to get to know some of the library staff and to learn more about what the library provides for them as teenagers um, this also frequently feeds into our teen advisory board so that we can have them in have their input into what the programming is going to be for those teen programs that we do well, as uh, we've been saying throughout uh, our uh, program here uh, over the last uh, few weeks when we got started, lots of stuff to do with the library. And uh, again, if, uh, if, uh, if they're able to be open, they will be this week. So uh, go out and enjoy it. And, I mean, and, and then after the snow stops, when you're done playing in the snow, go to the library and grab a book yes. and have some fun. Well, and we do have all of our downloadable materials as well. So even if you cannot get to the library physically, as long as you have your access to the internet, you can download books, you can stream movies, you can pull up magazines to read. 
you know, it really is accessible from anywhere that you might happen to be. If you're going on vacation, download a bunch of books ahead of time. Um, another option that we have that we haven't talked about a whole lot is the Wi-Fi hotspots that we have that can be checked out. Um, we are working to to make sure that those are available. Um, we're trying to get more of them into our collection so that it will be easier for more pa- patrons to benefit from that. Um, but also, you know, we have a couple of Roku boxes that people can check out and down and view the movies that are downloaded to that account. Um, you know, just all of those other things that the library provides besides the physical materials. Well, it sounds great. Uh, we have a scheduling issue, so we're going to have to skip next week. So we'll see you in two weeks. And uh, once again, Katie, thanks a lot. Thank you so much. All right, everybody have a great week. Thanks.